0: Good morning everyone and welcome to The One, a show that strives to discover Jesus in the here and now of everyday life. We are closing out on a series that we began several weeks ago, praying scripture. This being the final week of our series, we are focusing on the final words Jesus speaks hanging from the cross. Yesterday, we looked at Jesus asking the Father to forgive those who persecuted him and the prayer of mercy that we are called to follow. Today, staying in Luke's Gospel, we are looking at what Jesus says to the thief on the cross next to him. The thief, after he acknowledged that Jesus was innocent, he asked Jesus if he would remember him when he entered his kingdom. Jesus responded with words that we all want to hear. Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. The promise of paradise is the climax to God's salvation story to us. The truth that through God's action and in his love we can and are redeemed is wrapped up in these words to the thief Here, a man knowing full well he deserves this punishment for what he has done, heard from the lips of God, you will be with me in paradise. This interaction with the thief, we learn something that we tend to overlook or forget. What we learn is that it's not more important that we know God, but that God knows us. In Luke's gospel, we read the story of Jesus sending his disciples out two by two to go heal the sick and proclaim the good news. Upon their return, they were sharing stories of all the things they had done, how the spirits obeyed their voice. And then Jesus spoke, grounding all of this in what is far more important and life-giving. He said, Nevertheless, Do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. Rejoice more that God knows you. Rejoice in the truth that God calls you by name. Throughout the gospel, Jesus emphasizes the importance of us being known by God. We can remember the parables in which the king or the bridegroom comes and sees the mess of things and responds that he doesn't know the servants or the bridesmaids. Now, here is the startling thing in all of this. First, yes, God knows all of us because we are created in God's image. And we all know what Jeremiah wrote that God knows the plans he has for all of us. But Jesus, in all the various parables, revealed that there is a way in which one can live that results in God not knowing them in some way. Well, if we can live that way, the opposite is true as well, that we can live in a particular way to which makes God know us better. The thief on the cross revealed that the way in which all of humanity is called to live begins and ends with the virtue of humility, the ability to turn around and come back and acknowledge our mistakes. Humility is not a characteristic that often gets suggested when we attempt to describe how to get ahead and live fully in this life. We think of ambition, determination, drive, risk-taker, confident, etc. Humility can easily be seen as a sign of weakness, not strength. Yet if we look at the life of Christ, humility is strength at its greatest. Paul recited probably one of the earliest hymns within the church, as a way of reminding the philippians that christ's humility becomes the very path that brings salvation to all a reading from philippians chapter 2 verses 5 through 11 have this mind among yourselves which is yours in christ jesus who though he was in the form of god did not count equality with god a thing to be grasped but made himself nothing that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Words and phrases that stand out are made himself nothing, humbled himself, name that is above every name, and Lord. Using these words, let us pray. Father, We can't even begin to imagine the need of humanity that resulted in You pouring Yourself out upon the cross. Your Son emptied Himself and made Him nothing so that we and all creation can be everything we are meant to be. We thank You for Christ's humility in becoming like us to suffer and die like us, only to be raised to life again. Grant that we too may be humble enough to say, Your will be done, not ours. This change in the course of life is what makes all things new. So we praise His name above all and wait until all of creation and humanity can embrace His offering of new life. May, by your Spirit, we have the courage and the willingness to call Jesus Lord, our Savior and our God. In Christ. Amen. May we all rejoice in what Jesus makes available to all people. May we embrace this gift by emptying ourselves for the sake of God and others. My arrow prayer today is grant that I too may be humble enough to say, Your will be done, not mine. Make your arrow prayer for today and let's finish Lent out strong by keeping our focus on Christ alone. You are listening to the one.